Welcome back to Cycle Wisdom, where we empower women to restore natural cycles, to improve health, and promote fertility. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Minger, and I am so glad you are listening today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about heavy menstrual cycles. We'll talk a little bit about what defines a heavy cycle, when it is a problem, as well as where you can seek help and what treatment options may be available. We're going to start off with a patient story about a past client of mine, and we'll call her Sally. Now, Sally came to me in her early 20s and had been having heavy periods for the last few years. She sometimes had missed school or work because of the heavy bleeding, and she did have some significant cramping and pelvic pain that was also associated with her cycles. She was offered birth control pills, but was concerned about the potential side effects, so didn't want to go that route. She also had been offered an IUD and had tried multiple different types of anti-inflammatory medications like ibuprofen or naproxen to try and help with the pain of her cycles. She had some baseline lab work done by her primary care doctor and was found to have low blood counts because of the heavy bleeding. So she was started on an iron supplement to try and keep her blood count levels in a normal range. Now, all of this is quite common as far as treatment that was offered, but nobody had ever really done any evaluation into why Sally was having such heavy cycles or offered her alternatives that were more natural. Ultimately, this is what brought her to my office as she wanted to figure out why her cycles were so heavy and she was looking for more natural options in order to help her with her symptoms. So we started off, as always, with getting her charting her cycles in a more formal manner, including tracking her ovulation time, even though she wasn't trying to get pregnant at the time. Understanding when she was ovulating was helpful to determine her luteal phase length, which is the time between when she ovulated and when she started her next menstrual cycle. This is also important for us to determine if she was actually ovulating as this can be another important vital sign of menstrual health. We also took a complete gynecologic and medical history to determine if there were other medical factors that may be playing a role in her symptoms. After she was charting, we ordered some lab testing and an ultrasound to see if there were any abnormalities that required treatment. Now, in Sally's case, we identified that her estrogen levels were quite elevated in respect to her progesterone levels. We were able to work out an appropriate treatment course with medications that were timed with her cycles, as well as cyclical progesterone taken at the appropriate time during her cycle to help with this imbalance. We also worked with her to make some lifestyle changes of more regular exercise and decreased consumption of inflammatory foods. The changes she made, in addition to the medications we provided, helped Sally get back on track to less painful cycles in a more natural way that allowed her to still preserve her fertility and decrease the potential for side effects of hormonal contraceptives or implants. Now, Sally's story is very common, and I see women of all ages that are struggling with heavy cycles that are often accompanied by pain. So let's start off with defining what is considered heavy bleeding, since it can be fairly subjective for each individual. 
Now, by definition, the volume of bleeding is determined as greater than 80 milliliters over the course of your menstrual cycle, which is equal to about five to six tablespoons. This can be extremely difficult to measure. So another definition we consider is if you are bleeding for more than seven to nine days each cycle or the frequency of how often you are needing to change a tampon, a pad, or empty your menstrual cup. One of the common things we see along with heavy bleeding may be some clotting, and all of these together can lead to decreased blood counts, which we call anemia. Some of the symptoms of anemia may include extreme fatigue, lack of ability to exercise, dizziness, heart palpitations, and even shortness of breath. Now, treating anemia with iron supplements can help to increase blood counts, but ultimately, we want to treat the underlying cause of the irregular bleeding pattern in order to shift towards more regular cycles for the long run, wherever possible. Now, there are a multitude of reasons that heavy bleeding can occur, so I want to talk about a few of the causes today, as treatment is vastly different depending upon the underlying cause. As always, it is so important to determine the cause before just trying to treat with a one-size-fits-all treatment. One of the common things we see early on in a woman's menstrual cycle journey is actually anovulation, which means that you're not ovulating regularly. This can be quite common and can last up to the first couple of years that a young woman is starting to have her cycles. So basically, the hormone levels start to cycle in a way that is going to be representative of what becomes a normal menstrual cycle, but an egg isn't always being released on a regular basis. And this hormonal mismatch can cause some irregular cycles, as well as heavy bleeding patterns, pain, or discomfort. And for this reason, it is incredibly important to educate young teens that this will likely improve over time and doesn't always mean they need to go on hormonal treatments. Instead, we focus on lifestyle modifications and other conservative treatment courses to help them manage their symptoms while their body regulates with ovulation. Another common cause of heavy bleeding can be a hormonal imbalance, as was the case with Sally. Her estrogen levels were quite high in relationship to her progesterone levels. Now, there are a myriad of reasons this can happen, but the most common reasons we see are in people that are overweight as estrogen is stored in our fat cells. There are other environmental exposures that can also increase your estrogen levels, and treating the underlying dysfunction can help to restore the balance of those hormone levels. Another cause that we can see with heavy or painful bleeding can be actual anatomic causes like fibroids or polyps, which are actual masses that are typically located somewhere in the uterus or cervix itself. These polyps or fibroids can have an amazing blood supply, which unfortunately makes them very problematic when it comes time to having your period every month. Another anatomic cause of pain can be from endometriosis. Now, we're going to cover this topic in detail in a later podcast episode, because it is a whole different discussion point in and of itself. Endometriosis is often present even early on in a woman's life and can exhibit and present itself as heavy bleeding and especially as pelvic pain around the time of the menstrual cycle. 
So this is always an important consideration to think about when we are considering the differential diagnosis for heavy or painful periods. Other causes of heavy periods can include pelvic inflammatory disease, which is often caused by a sexually transmitted infection. It's important to screen for these potential infections, as many of them are fairly straightforward to treat and can really help improve the quality of life if it is the underlying cause of the pain that is being experienced. Now, another cause of heavy bleeding, which is not all that common, but can be very impactful beyond just the reproductive cycle, would be any blood disorders. Now, there are different genetic diseases like von Willebrand's disease or MTHFR or different protein deficiencies that can manifest as heavy or excessive menstrual bleeding. This is often accompanied by other types of bleeding, such as easy bruising, nosebleeds, or excessive bleeding after even minor cuts. Because of the other implications on your health, it is so important to rule it out as a cause of the excessive bleeding to make sure there's not any underlying medical condition that requires additional evaluation. If you have one of these bleeding disorders and are just placed on birth control pills so that you suppress the cycle, you may be missing an underlying medical condition that goes well beyond just your menstrual cycles. So once we've determined the underlying cause of the heavy cycles, it's time to treat the particular cause. And as you can imagine, the treatment course will be very different depending upon what the underlying cause is. So we're going to focus our discussion today on just a few of those reasons that I see in my practice. And the two most common things that I see would be anovulation, whether that's from stress or being underweight or just being young and getting started with your cycles. And the other common one is that hormonal imbalance. Now, both of these can be treated with cyclical progesterone given in the luteal phase, as we've discussed previously. This bioidentical progesterone that we use is considered safe for the long term without the side effects that we can see with many of the synthetic oral contraceptives. The other focus certainly would be on pain relief and symptom reduction. And there have been more and more studies done showing that anti-inflammatory medicines like the ibuprofen or naproxen and others in that same class can actually cause lack of ovulation in some women. This can actually perpetuate the cycle of not ovulating in the next cycle, which can lead to more troubles with cramping and pain going forward. So we need to break that cycle. And because of this, there has been a recommendation to change when we treat the inflammation that is occurring, trying to focus instead on giving these types of medications before the menstrual cycle even begins so that it is not negatively impacting ovulation in that current cycle. Now, this is especially important in women who are trying to achieve a pregnancy because we obviously don't want to interfere with ovulation that is occurring during that cycle. When it comes to treatment for polyps, fibroids, and endometriosis, all of the treatment options are incredibly broad, but really the definitive course of treatment would be for excision or treatment in a surgical manner with a trained professional who specializes in these things. Again, we'll talk more about some of those different concerns in a later podcast episode, because that's a whole topic for another day. There are, of course, many different treatments that also include more conservative approaches, whether that's the use of heating pads, regular exercise, 
dietary changes, and weight loss. Again, all of these things can be challenging to directly change for the long run. However, painful periods that are heavy and a sign of inflammation can also be a sign for markers of inflammation that may be occurring in other parts of your body, especially in your blood vessels, heart, brain, and GI tract. Ideally, using this marker of what's going on with your menstrual cycles as an indicator of more broadly what's going on with your body is a really excellent way to be able to improve your overall health for the long run. Ultimately, the big thing that I want to reiterate today is that heavy bleeding and the treatment of it should be focused on the underlying cause. If that cause has not been determined, it is nearly impossible to treat appropriately in a way that helps restore your health and your cycles to what your baseline normal should be. Now, if you or someone you know has been struggling with heavy or painful periods, I would love the opportunity to work together with them in order to get you back on the track to healing. Go to our website, radiantclinic.com, to learn how our care for natural women's health care can benefit you. From our website, you may also schedule an in-person appointment to see me in the Cedar Rapids area or arrange for a telehealth visit if you live in the state of Iowa. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this podcast with someone in your life who would benefit from our services. Remember to subscribe to this podcast for more empowering content. I sincerely appreciate your support and I look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode of Cycle Wisdom.